Hello and welcome to the Innovation Forum Monday Briefing. This is our new regular preview to what's coming up in the week ahead. We're getting ready for the Innovation Forum Spring Event Series and a little later on I will be joined by my colleague Hannah Homari and we'll talk about who's taking part and what they'll be talking about at some of the panel sessions coming up at the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in Amsterdam on the 25th and 26th of April. First though, I'm joined by Innovation Forum's B. Stevenson, who has been looking ahead to what's coming up this week. Welcome to the Monday Briefing, B. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me. You've been looking at some of the things that are coming up this week that we should all be looking out for. What have you picked up on? So this week, there'll be a UN water conference in New York, which will be complemented by a wider New York Water Week. The conference will be a gathering of ministers, experts, NGOs, stakeholders from all sectors, with the aim of accelerating change to solve the water and sanitation crisis. Obviously, water issues, major concern. I looked up some UNICEF facts, 4 billion people, almost two-thirds of the world's population, experience severe water scarcity for at least month a year, and over 2 billion people live in countries where water supply is inadequate. Clearly a massive issue. What should we be looking out for from the event this week? The key outcome will be a water action agenda which will be a collection of all water-related voluntary commitments to accelerate progress in the second half of the Water Action Decade, which began in 2018 and will run till 2028, and in the second half of the 2030 Agenda. So there are three key pillars to the Water Action Agenda. The first is commitment to action, so mobilising voluntary commitments across countries, sectors, stakeholders, aimed at accelerated implementation and improved impact towards achieving SDG 6, which is, of course, being clean water and sanitation for all, as well as other water-related goals and targets. The second is to sustain and scale up implementation. And the third is to follow up and review processes that will involve the high-level political forum for sustainable development. And also analyses will be done of water-related progress across sectors and other SDGs and global frameworks will be done. What's the ambition level of the outcomes, do you think? The Secretary General of the UN, Antonio Guterres, said that he hoped that the water conference must result in a bold water action agenda that gives our world's lifeblood the commitment it deserves. I've also seen that certain outlets are calling it a watershed moment before it occurs. Again, the emphasis should be on accelerating implementation and improved impact towards SDG 6 because the existing and future challenges in the field of water require innovative and transformative ideas. It's always nice to see the headlines writing themselves, Watershed Conference from the United Nations. We'll look out for that. What else is coming up this week? So this week we'll also be seeing the final instalment of the IPCC's sixth assessment report. This will be a synthesis report produced at the end of last week's meetings, which will integrate and summarise the findings of the six reports released by the IPCC during the current cycle, which began in 2015. Yeah, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, of course, has been setting the agenda on the climate crisis since the early 1990s. Great to see, of course, that they're still going, they're still bringing out the reports, they're still pushing the agenda. What should we be looking out for in this synthesis? So the synthesis consists of an introduction, three main sections arranged by timeframes. The first section will be current status and trends, covering the historical and present period. The second section, long-term climate and development futures, addresses projected futures up to 2100 and beyond. And the final section is near-term responses in a changing climate, considering current international policy timeframes and the time interval between now and 2030 to 2040. What do you expect the reaction to be to this? So once approved, I think the synthesis report will become a fundamental policy document for shaping climate action in the remainder of this quite pivotal decade. It will be a crucial policy document for policymakers and governments to inform their own understandings of climate science and their own policies around climate change. 
Yeah, it's great to see, I think, the UN continually pushing the agenda forward. I mean, I remember back to the 1990 when the first report came out and they completely dominated the agenda around climate change for so long. And it's great to see that they're still driving things forward and pushing the progress that is so necessary. All right, B, thanks very much. We'll look out for those things and see you next week. Thanks, Ian. The Innovation Forum team is working hard on developing our 2023 spring conference season. And over the coming weeks, up to early July, we'll be discussing responsible sourcing and ethical trade, sustainable apparel and textiles, the future of food, and business and climate action on Scope 3 emissions. A couple of days ago, I caught up with Innovation Forum's Hannah Halmari to hear about some of the participants and discussion points on the agenda at the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in Amsterdam next month. Welcome back to the podcast, Hannah. Thanks, Ian. Good to be back. We're talking about the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles event that's coming up on the 25th and 26th of April in Amsterdam. We've got some really interesting sessions coming up this year. I'm really looking forward to them. So our opening session, Hannah, is one where we're going to be looking at definitions. We're going to be talking about whether we're already at this stage, the sector's ready to align and really agree on what sustainable fashion means. We've had lots of definitions flying around, but it does feel that we've never really landed on consensus on that. What are you hoping to get from the session? That's right. We thought it would be a really interesting way to kick off the conference. As you mentioned, we all know that the fragmentation of definitions of sustainability in the industry are leading to varying and occasionally conflicting objectives, priorities and solutions across the industry. We do see that there is incoming regulation developing around what qualifies as sustainable fashion, how that term can be used. So we really want to just dig deeper into the topics of how we can come together to establish a unified vision of what sustainability means, what are the set of benchmarks and measurement systems to be used, and more importantly, perhaps who should decide these. And around the point I made around regulation, we want to make sure that that's actually promoting action and progress beyond just compliance to the bare minimum. So a lot to unpack here in this first session. It'll be a good discussion, no doubt. Well, it's certainly an ambitious topic for the opening session, but it will be great to hear what our panellists have to say. We've got representatives from Mango, from VF Corporation, from Hugo Boss and Avery Dennison appearing. What are you hoping from the panellists? What are the different perspectives that you're looking forward to? So we have three leading brands. So we're looking forward to getting the brand perspective and then also the manufacturing perspective from Avery Dennison. Another session that caught my eye is on the second day where we're going to be looking at the resale, rental and repair issue and thinking about going beyond pilots and how we can ensure profitability, scalability and sustainability, what we're all looking for. What are you hoping to get from that session, Hannah? There are a lot of questions raised around the impact of these schemes. Not only how do we actually move beyond pilots to ensure scalability and profitability, but also how can we ensure that they're actually more sustainable? Are they just providing a smokescreen for guilt-free fast fashion where companies are actually increasing sales? A lot to debate there. And then we also want to be taking a really pragmatic look at the potential of these alternative business models. So again, talking on the profitability piece and how to scale them. So we get Tommy Hilfiger, TechAid and Gantt appearing on that session. Anything in particular you're looking forward to hearing from them? Learnings from the brand perspective from Tommy Hilfiger and Gantt, as you mentioned, and then also TechAid, who are a recycling and resale solutions provider, will come with some very strong insights. And I really like the session that we're closing the conference titled A Global Crackdown on Greenwashing and How to Avoid Reputation for Greenwashing. Obviously, this is something that's been a big issue for the apparel and textile sector. In that session, we've got Ted Baker, we've got SourceMap, the UK Competitions and Markets Authority and April. Lots of different perspectives there. What are you hoping to get from the session? 
I think with the diversity of the panelists representing different actors from the apparel value chain, we're going to have a really well-rounded discussion here. And of course, running it under Chatham House rules, I'm hoping for a really just progressive and candid and honest debate. And it's a huge issue in the industry, so it'll make for a great closing session. Absolutely. It'll bring things off very well. I'm also hoping for, given that we're under Chatham House rules, some heroically indiscreet insights from our people involved in the session and from the audience. It's going to be a great event, Hannah. Of course, now's a good time to secure your passes for the event. There's a 200 euro discount for passes for the two days in Amsterdam, but that discount runs out on the 24th of March. Do get your tickets right now. Hannah, looking forward to the event very much. Thanks, Ian. Coming up in the Innovation Forum Sustainable Business podcast on Friday are some insights from a regular guest, Oliver Tichy, Director of Sustainability at Integrated Palm Oil Business Museum Mass. He recently published a blog post sharing his concerns that the upcoming EU deforestation regulation is likely to wipe out the progress of the last decade. I was keen to hear more about his concerns and potential measures that might counter them. We also discussed what Verify Deforestation Free is all about, so do look out for that later in the week. And don't forget to register in the next few days for the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in Amsterdam on the 25th and 26th of April to take advantage of the 200 euro discount on event passes. That's all for now. Have a great week and goodbye. <laughs>